Welcome to another episode of Title Town Sports Podcast. We uh, missed you last week. Feels like a long time. It has been a long time. Uh, for those that don't remember, our last episode, I recorded in my car, <laughs> and you recorded at your house. Yeah, I had a house. We're back at we're back at uh, headquarters now. Yeah, we're looking reunited. each other right in the face. Yeah, in person. <laughs> Feels good. Feels great. I got a lot of pent up takes over the last two weeks. Me too. A lot of aggression. Uh, oh yes, it's too bad we didn't get to do an episode last week. Yeah, uh, because I would have been much happier than I will be in this episode. It's a good point. We would have been skipping through the street, the, the, the oh, streets, j- flower petals, rainbows, sunshine everywhere. Yeah, Bruins up two zero, Celtics up two zero, yeah. Red Sox can't seem just to lose, fu- destroying everybody, and everything's wonderful. And now, yeah, this this now past, it's this week. This past weekend <laughs> uh, was not a banner weekend in the city of Boston. Real shit show. You want to want to recap this uh, this whole thing? Sure. Where should we start? Uh, well, I mean, you could start with the baseball team. <laughs> oh, okay. Seventeen you and could. two was the height of their uh, hot start on Friday night, and then they proceeded to get no hit on Saturday by Oakland. Yep. And then they lost on Sunday to Oakland again. Oakland, not or, great. Or the Angels. Oh no, o- Oakland, because oh, yeah, they were yeah, wearing yeah. those shitty yellow uniforms when they no hit them. Yeah. Sure. Did you see that? No, I didn't actually. They were hideous. I got a take on colored uniforms, but that'll come later. <laughs> Yeah, we'll uh, get there. <laughs> what else did we have? Big market tees. Uh, you had the Bruins uh, this past Saturday, game five at home, up 3-1 in the series. Yeah, big, big loss. Yeah. Not big great. L. That's a big L. And people they, people they, paid a lot of money for those tickets just to see them choke it down. Yeah, sure did. Sent that banner all the way around the fucking place. and <laughs> For nothing. For, for all for not. <laughs> and then they went back to Toronto. Yep, they sure did. Now they're up 3-2. So, you know. Yeah, series still in your favor. You got a chance. Totally. And uh, they decided to just shit that one away too. Yep. Nope. Didn't go great either. That was Monday. That's the thing I'm the most mad about. Yeah. But we can get there. We'll get there after we just re- the the final the final uh, nail in this past weekend was Celtics lost both against Milwaukee <laughs> Friday and Sunday. I think. Yeah. The in, first game, game three was competitive. Oh, game four was a blowout. Oh my god, it was. Oh, horrible. I think it was Thursday and Saturday. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No one's checking the calendar. But yeah, losing to the Bucks. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just generally not great. Uh, like you said a moment ago, had this had we recorded le- an episode last week, we would have been like high five. Oh my also, god, would have been a quick one. We wouldn't have had anything to talk yeah, about. We, we wouldn't have been, been, been mad about anything. In. We would. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, just everything's great. I don't know what to tell you. Scratch is holding. All the teams are winning. <laughs> this is exactly how we planned it out. See you later. And now this. Uh, so yeah, not great. Where would you like to begin? Uh, oh shit! Oh. There was one more thing. Oh my god. Sorry, I yelled at you. <laughs> yes. Uh, Please you, go on, You sir. also had, uh, just to wrap the, put the, the fourth team in the mix, you had fucking Rob Gronkowski showing up at a, a motocross event at Gillette, yeah. Yeah. dressed like an a-hole in like fake BMX gear, holding a press conference where he was basically just like, I don't know, he probably thought it was hilarious, but everybody was just like, fucking, like, you suck, dude. Like, fuck this. Yeah, talk about not being able to read the room. We should probably start with this Gronk stuff yeah, because okay, it's, sure. it's very pressing and we have some breaking news to get to but when you look at that press conference or if you listen to it it is like so tone deaf to what's happening like you've been out all you didn't show up to you know otas you haven't been talking to the media you won't answer the question about whether or not you're coming back and you stand up there and are talking about bmx bikes and monster energy and like you're you're putting yourself in front of the media at 
Gillette Stadium. Yeah, at the stadium. It's That's the like most like insulting in part to New the team York. and yeah, the fans. Exactly. Like, like you're 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 in your pref- conference room next to your weight room, just ignoring everyone's questions and concerns about your actual job, yeah. which is being a football player, right? Because you're just there to talk about your your BMXing and your monster energy. And like, just for clarity, like he didn't. He doesn't actually have BMXing. Like that no, whole, no, no, it was no, just no, a no. fucking stupid joke because he's like sponsored by Monster yeah. Energy and Monster right. Energy's all into the extreme sports right. and, and whatnot. They like drive him around or fly him around. Yeah, to like he's like be one of their spokespeople or whatever. Right. Totally. Yeah. And like, yeah, so he does this media availability at at Gillette. And like I think that in the crowd, like I think as like a Patriots like beat writer or whatever, like you're sort of obligated to like cover some of these Gillette things. Because you, that wasn't like the motocross media. No, but there that was were, just the yeah, regular media. Right. That's like yeah, always there was down actual there. media there. I, maybe they knew that Gronk was going to be doing a press conference, so maybe. they went down to ask those questions that he wouldn't answer. Yeah, I mean, and some of the some of like the Patriots.com writers and stuff like that yeah. work at Gillette. Like they're not, you know, yeah. like the third party outlets or whatever. Maybe weren't there. But anyways, there's Patriots people there, and yeah, like you said, this whole offseason, it's been like a will he, won't he, play or retire, and he really hasn't. The reason that it's been a mystery is because he hasn't really spoken. He's like put stuff on Twitter, but it's all been vague. Yeah, he, had he hasn't Instagram addressed it directly. Comment to Danny Amendola saying like "Be free and right, happy" right. when he signed with Miami, and it's just been. But most of that stuff posting is, pictures of us in his pool and right text. Uh, but most weird. of that is like that's sort of like us reacting to just him being a, a d- normal dude on social media. You know what I mean? Like, cause sure. like the, the controversy is, will he, won't he, I don't even remember where that started. I guess it was like that, that he, question at the Super Bowl, yeah. right? Like where they said like the rumor is you're going to retire next year. And he said, I don't know. I don't know where you heard that, which was like a weird answer other than just like being like, like, where'd you get that idea? Or like, no, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so anyways, all off season has been happening, but it hasn't been, it hasn't been like coming from Gronk until whatever that was Saturday or Sunday. And he's like up there in front of microphones, dressed like an asshole in this fucking motocross gear. Yeah. And he's being asked, and he's like, "Oh, I just gotta focus on my on my my, my riding, my BMX riding." And yeah. It's just like, dude, you're a jackass. <laughs> like this sucks. <laughs> like, this is not funny. It's no not cool. One's no one's laughing. And he also, this has been my take on Gronk going to Hollywood the whole time. Like the guy can't read lines. No. <laughs> like he was like re- clearly reading like a prepared statement before yeah. he started taking questions about like BMX and motocross and shit like that. And yeah. it was just like. Yikes. Like anybody who thinks that he can like read a script and like act <laughs> no. is very wrong. His inflections off. He doesn't understand oh, punctuation. It's I mean, it's like it's most so athletes, weird. you know, you hear the yeah. athletes reading like the fucking, you know, any commercial yeah, on the radio. Commercial like, or yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but come to East Boston Savings Bank for the greatest home mortgage rates. Uh, we treat every customer like our only customer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yikes jesus did Christ. i get it right Is yeah it's right? like they're all just meatheads but anyways what do you want to break the fucking shit oh yeah i sure do so gronk posted literally hours ago yeah just about two hours ago at, at the this time point. of this recording it's tuesday night yeah it's yeah. tuesday right yeah yeah it's tuesday night nine o'clock right now celtics and bucks game five is happening as we speak yeah right behind me uh cruel and, setup uh, in yeah. here. what happened on the gram uh so he posted a picture of himself in his 87 uniform and officially announced that he will be back to play with the Patriots this season. He sat down with the coach today yeah. and confirmed that he will be returning for the 2018-2019 season. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall oh for that conversation. Oh, my God. Oh, so bad. That's one of those moments in your life where you're like, I need, I'm going to need to know more. <laughs> like, what did he, what did Bill say? Did he say anything? Did he just grunt at him? Did he tell him he's an asshole and to like shut his mouth and get to work? 
uh, or did they have like a normal conversation where bill was like i get it this job's hard and like yeah i'm not surprised that you have to think about it you've had a lot of injuries and like you got to think about your future i gotta believe that bill was less than understanding (laughs) (laughs) he's just been dicking around with the team all like they've got They've got a football team to run well, down there. And they I, can't deal with that shit. I think that's really the the problem is that you probably would have gotten that ladder bill, the one that's like, hey, I get it. If this stuff had stayed out of the media and Gronk had had a real honest conversation with him at the beginning of the offseason of like, I don't know how I'm feeling, coach. And like, right. I'm scared. And like, there's all this news about CTE. And like, I play that way. And like, I'm i'm nervous he's been you know, in, need, he's gotten a shitload of injuries throughout his whole career he's got plenty back. of money like, i want to like, be able yeah. to walk when i'm 50 you know and if he said that and said i need some time to think about it and then was like silent with the media or for all intents and purposes like saved face and just talked about next season and what it's gonna be and like kept everyone out of it while he's making his own decision i, I imagine you would have gotten a much more positive response from bill i also think probably got today yeah in addition to all that i think you could also make the case that all of the hoopla about his, you know, what he's going to do this offseason has mostly been not generated directly from him. It's like the media interpreting his tweets, interpreting his Instagram posts, assigning all this meaning to just sort of meaningless stuff. Right. And so I think he could have had a leg to stand on there if he was like, listen, coach, like, I'm not out here like messing around with everybody. Like, I never said I was going to retire. I never even said I was considering one way or the other. Like, it's just been this like media thing. Like, I feel like he could have made that well until that motocross until the motocross thing and now it's just like okay you can't tell me you're not dicking around we all just saw you you laughed when they asked you if you were coming back to play you said said, maybe we'll see we'll see see." yeah that pissed me off i was actually much i was a little bit disappointed a a couple hours ago when i saw that post because i was like ready to spit some fucking fire (laughs) here tonight and now it's like okay he's coming back whatever it's fine but what's annoying about that is that like it's all this bullshit just to get back to neutral, like just to get back to status quo, which is Rob Gronkowski's a patriot. Like that we we didn't just improve. Yeah, he always was. They just we just have the same guy we right, thought we, we were gonna have all along. It was spending like, all that energy for no net gain. Yeah. What I wonder though is that based on the reaction, you know, I think some of this mutiny has we've seen some of it starting amongst the team with like Brady and Gronk and Amendola leaving and Edelman posting that picture with Guerrero or that video with Guerrero. Yeah. And you wonder if maybe they finally saw that like the tide wasn't going to turn in their favor. Mm. I think most people were still firmly in like Bill's camp. They thought the players were acting like petulant children. Some of them. Yeah. Uh, Particularly after that Gronk thing. And even the Edelman video, like, come on, dude, fuck you. You didn't even play last season. Like you're not even a part of this. Right. And it's, you know, when you look at it and say, like, did did they think that, you know, the media tide and the fan tide would just kind of turn in their favor and everyone would be like, oh, well, whatever for Brady and Gronk, like we have right. to do whatever for them. And people were like, mm, meh. And they're yeah. like, shit. I think they I think I, I mean, I don't know what most Patriots fans think, but like, I feel like it's not crazy to think that most Patriots fans like want them to be playing football I saw, and if the if whether or not they're playing football for the patriots comes into question right then your support for them also comes into question because we're not just fans of rob gronkowski the right. guy we're fans of his because he plays for the patriots he right. plays the laundry the that he wears that, that we're cheering for. for and it's like once you once you call that into question gronk then you call all the support into question also right if, you if go, you're not going to be out there on the field exactly. nobody really has much of a reason to like support your endeavors right anymore. i'm not going to cheer for danny amendola because he's playing in miami now right we're not just i'm not cheering yeah. for him i'm cheering for the patriots we're not just and neutral he was fans one of, of the dudes right 
Anyways. You know, and even Tom Brady even came out, or Don Yee, I guess, specifically came out saying that... He plans to come back. Yeah, he plans to come back yeah, for next season. I would hope so. I saw a Twitter poll today that was, you know, put out by my boys, Stanley Keefe. Sure. That was like, what, whose side are you on in the Belichick Gronk thing? And it was like, this was before Gronk announced on Instagram. And it was like 71% in favor of Belichick. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was a wide margin. So, wait, I'm sorry. I looked at the Celtics game. This is before the BMX thing? Yeah. No, okay. no, 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 no. After. After BMX, before Gronk's Instagram announcement. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, it would have been interesting to get a before the BMX thing and after. Oh. Because that was like super douche move. Oh, my God. It was so uncomfortable. But looks like he's anyway. back. Anyway. So that's where we're at with the Patriots. If there was less happening in the extended universe of Boston sports, we could probably spend a full like 45 minutes talking about like just the bullshit Patriots offseason that never seems to end. Yeah, how it won't end. And I'm so mad about it. But but we got a hockey team to bitch about too. Oh my God. I have so much to yell about. I'm just turning into like an angry old maid. (laughs) Turning into? (laughs) (laughs) Or like the mirror is kind of coming up in your. (laughs) No, I'm becoming my father. And it's. Really horrifying. <laughs> so just to fill anybody in who might be living under a rock, uh, Bruins have the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round of the playoffs. They won the first two at home, mm-hmm. lost mm-hmm. game three in Toronto, mm-hmm. won game four in Toronto. Yeah, great. Came home up 3-1, like Should've you been just cake. mentioned a moment ago. Yeah. Lost game five at home, lost yeah. game six on the yeah, road, and now we're facing game seven Wednesday night we've seen this. at the Garden. We, we've seen this play before. I'll tell you what. My confidence level in the team was very high. They won the first game five to one. They oh, won the second game oh, seven to oh, two or seven to three. Sick. Seven to three. Scoring at will. Oh, it, it yeah. was a just killing people. I think it was a pretty accurate representation of the Bruins team that we've seen all year, which is <laughs> n- unlike any Bruins Concur. team we've ever seen in our yeah. lives. High scoring, great. Fuck great. Yeah. With with every subsequent game, I've become less and less confident because I think they've just played worse and worse. I think game six was like the stakes also get higher, so I guess I'm assigning more onto each game. But like, I can't tell you how how confident I was after they stole that one in Toronto. They you win game have four. Been confident. They're coming home game five, right. and I was like, "Rad!" That's what they you blew them out in game one and two. They're gonna blow them out again. Toronto's just the type of team that would go down by two or three goals and just right. pack it in. Yeah, and like, oh man, they had. I mean. In game one, Kadri got suspended for three yeah. games. Like you had such a good opportunity to just like take it to them. You yeah. you took advantage of the games you needed to win. You won the two at home. You steal one on the road. That's what you got to do, right? And that and was then, a steal because that was not a pretty game. Was that was great. like a grind yeah. it out, just hang on for dear dear life and get the fuck out of Toronto kind which, of game, which, which is, is perfect. What you're supposed to do on the road, That's ideal, exactly how you yep. should win on the road. And then you should come back home and close out the series and get some rest before you start your second series. And that's not what happened. We're going to game seven tomorrow, and I am not here for it. I am angry. <laughs> Got any predictions? Uh, I, I I don't feel great about it. Me neither. How can you? After watching After the watching, last two. Oh, yeah. It just like, I mean, game one they, feels like so oh, long ago. God. Yeah, it feels like a different team. Two yeah. different teams that I'm watching now. They got rolled all over the ice last night. I was, sc- I was screaming at the TV so loud that my husband and my dog were both like, you're out of control. The dog learned how to speak to tell me to calm down because we would be watching the game and like he, they doing other, the dog's sleeping. He's doing other stuff. And I would be like, fuck, fuck, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, what's happening? Cause shoot the puck. You're too cute. You're passing too many times. Like you have the open shot. Take the shot, put the pressure on Anderson. You know, you can drive him out. 
Yeah, it was just oh God, I bad could go on for hours. Yeah, I mean, it didn't seem it. And even within the game uh, last night, within game six, I became less confident. <laughs> yeah, throughout. agreed. Because it just seemed like they just got so tight. Like they were like, they, they weren't able to make like, I, I feel like I saw like three or four passes that were like tape to tape, like bang on passes, just even just out in space. Yeah. Like I feel like everybody was either like digging a puck out of their skate. Or yeah. like, or going way out of their Skating way just to it. wrangle a yeah. pass, yeah. To then Agreed. like continue to move the puck forward. It's just like they looked really out of sorts. Like it was not. That wasn't like a weird like. Oh, you got the you know the you the, got robbed in the, the last bounces minute. didn't like break your way and you end up losing. Like they they did not play well. No, at they all. were. There was like no momentum, no speed. It felt like felt like we, they were spending so much time in Toronto's offensive zone. Like just two oh, watches after puck after puck come at him oh oh you mean in their zone yeah right yeah, okay yeah. yeah their offensive zone yeah 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 yeah. you said toronto's offensive zone which was confusing for me but it's okay i, I understand what you're saying now. i use my own nomenclature it's fine <laughs> uh yeah the 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 goalie play i think was I, he took had a great third period he made some yeah. circuit saves in the third period but I was watching the game after the first goal, after the DeBrusque goal, yeah. and I, I I, said to my girlfriend sitting right next to me that it would be classic Tuka Rask to let in a goal in the next minute, and not 10 seconds later. Yeah, the words are just coming out of your mouth, right? He lets one up. And it wasn't like that play was a bit of a shit show. Like it, That wasn't like just Tuka Rask's fault, but like that's one of those things. Everybody that defends Tuka Rask just like throws a bunch of numbers at you. Right. And like that goal last night was such a fucking momentum killer that, that like that doesn't show up on paper like that is like right. such a took oh god just handed all the momentum back to the, the Leafs and their fans right because you're in Toronto you can't chart that you like, can't you can't it, but it and is all all people that like are like two defenders will do is like give you his save percentage give you his goals yeah, against great. give you all this stuff which when is they're like, winning 5-1 he can stop them from coming in uh, but when the Bruins score in an important game and in a hard fought goal it wasn't like they scored easily on anderson yeah no it was a, and he just like turns by. around and like sneaks one right through and it wasn't even like a great play by toronto it no, it was, was it like was a turnover by in. the bruins yeah it was it was a bad it was again i don't want to like blame tuca only for that for that goal specifically <laughs> because it's like the whole the way the play transpired it was a fucking oh, it was fire a disaster drill. but I don't know. I just can't. That was like David Price was like that for a couple of years too. Where like the David Price people who like were like defenders of David Price would always just give you your numbers and like you'd watch a game and you know the the Sox would go up in the top of the six and in the bottom of the six he gives up a two run home run and right. it's just like damn man like it's not like you're it's not that bad if you look at that game and it's seven innings right. pitched you know one hit two runs or something you're like right. oh, good game but like if you actually watched it you realize that that came at like the worst fucking time yeah, they, and it just kicked the team in the balls right there's no they don't help the momentum of the win they like no 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 and like yeah. in the aggregate it's not that bad you know right. like Tuka Rask only let up two goals last night like that's not a bad game by for any goalie in the playoffs and like but like just when it happened oh so brutal. brutal and then he got scored on again it was goaltender interference he got scored on like within two minutes after uh, that one Toronto's player on the goal on both sides is dirty there was like a lot of goaltender interference there was like a puck coming in down on toronto's goal the bruins were shooting it yeah and there was like a guy in there trying to like nudge the net oh trying to knock it off oh that i didn't see that yeah that there's been some good hate in this series i think yeah toronto's dirty as fuck 
Yeah, they play. <laughs> I like it. They play dirty. They're not tough. They're no. just dirty. And they're fast. <laughs> yeah. And I think this could be a rivalry for like years to come again. Yeah, they're both to, young teams yeah. for sure. And like presumably if they both if are both good. franchises like don't fuck right. up, they should be good for a while. Oh my God, if they lose tomorrow night, I don't know. So I was just about to ask you, what what do you think like the stakes are for the Bruins? Like what? So what if they lose? The stakes are significantly higher for the Bruins than they are for Toronto. Yeah. I think if the Bruins lose, it is a failure. Uh, I would agree. The season's a failure if you lose in the first round based on what your record was and how you played throughout the regular season. Yeah. I mean, it's it's sort of this weird, to me, it's sort of this weird thing where it's like, we recognize that they overachieved during the regular season, Yeah, right? but they did it. Right. But so now that they have overachieved, like, do That's you like recede your expectations going yes. into the playoffs? I mean, I did. I said it was yeah. uh, 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 conference finals or bust, I think. You can't finish. Once they beat, after one of those games where they beat Tampa, I came in here and I was oh, like, oh, yeah, I think you should beat Tampa in the playoffs. Because I had previously been saying that, like, if they lose to Tampa, whatever, they're better. But uh, yeah, I mean... If they lose, that's that's a bad look, man. You, yeah, you can't have the season you had overachieving three in or a row, not exactly. Two of those three would be it would have to be at home. At like home. that's real bad. That's, that's the a problem. That's a poo poo pants situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a choke. I'm sorry. There's yeah. no way that that's right. not a choke. That's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. What do you do if they lose? I don't know if you really do anything. To like, because again, like if you're if you're if you're Don Sweeney, if you're the general manager, you're like taking the long view of the team. Like yeah. you're ahead of schedule. You did overachieve this regular season. Like right. you've got a ton of young guys. Like I certainly wouldn't be blowing it up or doing anything like that. But I would, I would do a similar thing that I did this past off season, which is like I would listen to some offers for some of our like veteran players and see what you can get. Like you're not in total rebuild or anything like that. But no. I, I would I would take a like nothing sacred approach. Like you don't have to keep any of your veterans outside of probably Patrice Bergeron. Right. Keep all, I would keep as many of the kids as possible. I don't want to trade any of them. Yeah, which is But Krejci, I don't know. Uh, I'd be okay like, parting with Krejci. The problem with him is he gets paid a shitload. Right, and I don't so nobody know if wants would him. Want him. I, would t- I would take offers on Tuca, like, to be honest you with you. To. like I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't look to, if they lose, I wouldn't look to like make major changes, but yeah. I wouldn't like shy away from it. Yeah, I think that's a good way. I wouldn't put- fire the coach oh God, or anything. I'm like Jesus a mess. Christ. I'm a mess. Um, that's, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it because I was trying to think of like, I wouldn't fire the coach. I wouldn't go like, it's not a fire sale. You're not trying to like rebuild every line. Like the, all four lines have been solid. The defenses look solid. You know, and it's hard. You can't assign blame of the loss to any one person or entity yeah but i would definitely be open to options you know i wouldn't be like oh no we're we're not slamming the phone on everybody right um, i think you have to be open to the possibility of trading people you keep the coach i'd keep the coach yeah i think too. he's got that locker room i think he, the kids respond really well to them he plays the kids which is important i know he's right. been getting a lot of heat for not playing donato this series but like okay the the kid got, he doesn't have any literally playing like for a month. That's yeah. not. It's just an easy, it's an easy second guess when the team has struggled. Right. Like it feels like the old Bruins where they just can't put the puck can't, in the ocean. Yeah, and they get Pasternak a thousand shots every night. Yeah, like like that's the thing. It's like it's not that they can't. Oh god, like they've outshot. I saw this number oh. the other day. They outshot the uh, the, the Leafs, Leafs one hundred and sixty-two to eighty-two. Holy shit! I don't know if that's the whole series or if that's just the last couple of games, but. It's gotta be the whole series. Well, not just shots on net. It's like shots like oh, in general. Okay, so okay, block okay. shots and oh, like okay. posts and if you miss the net, like that included. But like 
That's huge. Like that's a huge, yeah, that's a huge number. Margin. You're out shooting them by a, uh, twice as much, right? And they're outscoring you and winning. And it's just like that feels like the Claude Julian Bruins, where they would outshoot everybody every night, but they just weren't any quality shots. And it was just yes. like these guys can't fucking they they just can't they just can't finish. Do, I realize people can't see me, but I'm nodding aggressively with what you're yeah, saying because yeah, yeah. it it feels like that. And I have that Oof. same like pit in my stomach going into Game Seven as I did with a. Claude Julian game seven. And, you know, who knows? Like, the, you know, I remember in, in 2011 going into that first round game seven series with Montreal. Like, had they lost that? Like, who knows? It's probably yeah. fire Claude. It might have been trade char, trade, but, you know, who, all sorts of crazy shit can happen, you know, but it didn't, it didn't go that way. And, yeah. you know, you, it, they fucking end up winning the cup of all things, but like, so who knows? If they win, then we might feel fine, and then you you just reset the whole series. And sure, you like but now start, you're coming up against Tampa, who's had all this time off, who led the league in scoring this year. Can't and, even think about that though. In in general, are you a fan of Game Sevens? Do you like series to go all the way to the wire? Uh, I mean, yeah, yes. I mean, I like the drama of the playoffs across the board. If you if you get taken all the way to the wire in a series that you should have wrapped up in five or maybe six games, then like I don't appreciate it <laughs> uh, from that standpoint. But just I mean the entertainment value, you know, there's not there's nothing there's not a lot of things that can like hook me to my TV for like two and a half hours with my like heart rate through the goddamn roof like an NHL playoff game seven. Yeah, I don't like it. I have too much anxiety naturally. <laughs> As it is it just yeah. adds to it. Like I can't add that on top. Yeah, I will be. I will not be a fucking happy camper if they lose, though. Uh, do you think it's going to anyway. be a high-scoring affair Wednesday night, or do you nope. think it's going to be a tight fucking tight, tight booty game, right to the fucking end? Probably another two-one game, maybe three-one if someone hits the open net. I just hope to God it's like, because I don't think this team can win the way that like prior Bruins teams could win. Like that, like they, the twenty eleven team was sort of based on this, like just get a get a lead early and then just like check them to death. And don't give it up. Like they were like built on defense, built from the back out. Like this team, I feel like they can win, and maybe they can only win. Yeah, with like a ton high of scoring goals, goals. A ton of goals, six three, six four you games, something like that. You have they have to come out aggressively and put just a million pucks on the net. Yeah, and like they gotta stop doing some of them stupid go shit. In. Stop! Oh my god, tinkering around in the neutral zone, just like fucking pass the puck and then shoot the puck. Yeah. You don't need a million passes back and forth. That's they kept turning them over in last night's right, game. Right, Because they're go, so fucking wound up. I feel I'm like they so all need to like take a Xanax and get out there. Just like chill the fuck out. Play as relaxed as it seemed like you were playing in game one and two. Just yeah. like play hard, but like fucking right. just. A sense of urgency around scoring. It feels like they are just a tight booty team though. Now, it didn't feel that way. I guess. All right. We're just rambling on. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Not a whole lot that we can really get into in light of the fact that we don't know which, how we're going to look at this season. Yeah. Because in 24 hours, it's going to be different. Next week, we'll give you one of two outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll either tell you our predictions on the rest of the Tampa series, or we will just chastise everybody. (laughs) And I'll tell you whose fault it is and who should be cut. There's a big ass bug behind you. I need you to know that. Oh, shit. Yeah. I super wish you didn't point that it out. It was like walking across. I'm surprised you didn't see me looking at it. It was walking. I was like, oh, God, I can't do the rest of the show now. It's just a silverfish. It won't bother you. It won't bother me. No. Unless I command you. you to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
quick take about the Celtics. Yeah. I mostly have a question. Oh, okay. So Celtics, as it stands right this moment, are tied in their series 2-2, although by the time uh, the listener hears this, it's going to be 3-2 one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you're right. It'll be (laughs) 3-2. Game 5 is... Yeah, right. No. Game (laughs) 5 is happening as we speak. I basically have a question... One one central question about this series okay. is similar to what we were just talking about with the Bruins. Like, what are the, what if they lose? Like, what are the stakes for the Celtics? You know what's funny? As mad as I get about the Bruins, if the Celtics lose, I'm like, Meh, good try. I wanted you to get past the first round, but like, you faced so much adversity that like, I'm not mad about it. Yeah, it seems like it's kind of all upside there. If yeah, they win, it's all, great. You're all bonus if time right lose, now. It's yeah. all bonus time. As far I, I am just like. Yeah, put your hands in your pockets. Touching this mic every chance I get. I have (laughs) I have two baby size stakes. Yeah, Uh, one I just heard on the radio today, so I'm going to steal it. Nice. Two is I feel like, and I know I come back to this a lot, but I feel like the coach. Oh my god! If he's really that good, you can win the first round against Milwaukee. They're not that good. They have Giannis. I understand that, but they're not that good. Like if you can, if you can beat them, if you can like get into a series with them when you're clearly an evenly matched two teams sure like we have the the celtics have the advantage at the co- head coach that should matter for something if he is as good as everybody says he is then he should win so that's exactly, like one i know exactly where that take is coming from what do you mean it's your your boy felger no no no, no. that one's mine the stolen uh, one is uh, okay. from that show but i forget who said it first <laughs> okay but i heard it on the radio today on felger and Maz today is that from an entertainment standpoint yeah the next series would be with philly Philly's probably going to beat the Heat probably tonight. Yeah. So the next series would be with Philly. And that would be great because, again, sort of like what we were talking about with Toronto and Boston in hockey is like they're both like young teams in the East sort of set up to be competitive in that conference as sort of like the next generation. They've yeah. got Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. We've got fucking Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kyrie Irving. Like mm-hmm. the Celtics are a little bit ahead of them, I would say. Yeah, they have some more tenured players. But like Philly's... That, that's like an interesting sort of little rivalry that could be that like this this postseason could be like chapter one of that yeah. thing that might be set up for like you know, 10 years or something. You never know. I mean, you, people I play mean, for the same teams for a yeah. long time in the NBA. Yeah, they do. You're getting old school teams with old school fan bases yeah, too, totally, which is always totally. good for sports. It's just like the Philly Pat- Patriots. I don't know what just happened there. Philly Patriots Super Bowl. Like that was great. Yeah. You have yeah. Two really like, passionate, passionate sports cities. Exactly. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So, so that's my stolen take is that like I wasn't even thinking about like who the opponent would be, but that would be like good theater. Yeah. At least. And like could also, yeah, like be the first of many. Long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be like the. Set up. That's true. They could meet again in the playoffs next year and for, you know, years to yeah. come. Yeah. And I mean, even. Could it, almost be like, the new Cavs Celtics or Celtics Lakers. Yeah. Or like what the Cavs and the Celtics were in when it, when it was the big three in right. LeBron. Like right. they were back and forth for three, four years at least. Like. Yeah, his it could first be that. Run. So that's my only Celtics thing. But you're, I think I, I mostly agree with you that it's like, it feels like it's all upside. Like just the the Kyrie injury at the very end of the season yeah. just was like such yeah. a kick in the balls and for everybody. Even the Marcus Smart one, the, yeah. the like who is back tonight? I believe. But either way, it's like the backup point guard's back. Woohoo! Like, yeah, that does, yeah. What does that really change? <laughs> it's true. Like we're excited that like, oh hey, our second string guy made it back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they're just excited to have enough players to like field a team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> take the court without having to like call a guy on the stands yeah you look tall you want to play buddy come on <laughs> hey you this jersey will fit reaching for the top row of styrofoam cups <laughs> at the concession stand they're calling scal back out of the booth him and tommy heinsen yeah, coming right. in for a Stretching substitution 
<laughs> uh, yeah, feels like it's all upside for the Celtics, so I don't really have like a hot take on that. But no. if they we, if they lose, I'll be like, really, the Bucks? I know. First round to the Bucks. I don't know. More games to come for them, though. So it's kind of tough, like mid series, to take a passionate right take right. on it. Um, just because, like, uh, you know, scratch has held. You won yeah. your two at home. You lost your two on the road. But at this point, they're currently at home, and it's like, okay, I mean, you have home court, so like, if you win the games at home, you win the series, which is what you're supposed to do. That's the advantage of home court, and that's kind of how the NBA tends to work. Like, you sort of just hold serve, and like, the home team wins a lot. So if they were to lose, that means they would even they would have to lose one of the games at home, either tonight or Game Seven. Which like, I would be like, dude, fuck, what the fuck, beat the Bucks. You should be the Bucks. Yeah, game seven at home against the Bucks, you should win that. Like yeah. if they get to game seven, they they should win. And I would feel better about their chances of winning than I do about the Bruins' chances tomorrow night. Oh hell yeah. I'm so angry about the Bruins. Also. Yeah, I'm just it's not even anger and I just feel like I'm just like so anxious. I just need I just want it to happen. Yeah. All right. You want to rifle through some of these uh so we got two weeks worth of random takes to get yeah, through. We do. Um I'm excited. You ready? I'm ready. We gotta be quick. Okay. Oh, God. I'm not sure why, because it's a podcast, <laughs> but whatever. It's all editable. You uh, could just speed up our yeah, sound just, and we'll yeah, sound fake. Yeah. Yes, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> anyway. uh, Fox Networks announced that the Color Rush uniforms will be gone this season. Uh, they said they don't need gimmicks to get people to turn into Thursday Night Football. <laughs> okay, Fox. Uh, my question to you is, do you uh, care about Color Rush? Like or dislike, dislike the Color Rush jerseys? I dislike the Color Rush. I thought it was stupid. And they don't need gimmicks. They need actual good teams to play on Thursday night to get people to tune into the games. Yeah, I wouldn't call that a gimmick, but that is what they need to get people yeah. to care about Thursday night football. I just care about the colorblind community in America, and I want them to be able to enjoy Thursday night football. How noble of you. Or not enjoy it as much as the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, or at least be able to like watch it and hate it. <laughs> yeah, or at least feel like they've just given three lives, of, three hours of their life away. Yeah. Um. So going back last week. Yeah. We actually talked about this two weeks ago, the Sox-Yankees rivalry, you may recall. And wouldn't you know, uh, the benches cleared twice in the Sox-Yankees series last week. uh, After Joe Kelly hit Tyler Austin and then Tyler Austin charged the mound. Brutal charge. Uh, Is the rivalry back on or just an isolated incident? Uh, I think I'm going to (laughs) defer this take. (laughs) I don't think there's any like real hate between Joe Kelly and Tyler Austin. I think Tyler Austin's just a hardo. So like... I don't know if that means the rivalry is back on, but I think uh, uh, to me, it all starts with are both teams competitive and are both teams mm. vying for the division? Because if if they're not, then who it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, Joe I Joe- mean, great place to start. I'm, I was I was glad that that happened. I was yeah. happy to see it happen um, because I'd like for the rivalry to be back. But if they're if the Yankees end up sucking, then it's it won't be you know Taylor Austin was just looking to make a name for himself Joe Kelly missed him once and then came back and yeah, hit him because Joe Kelly it, sucks. you couldn't have charged them out out of the element of surprise bro also like, you saw him whiff one by you right and also Tyler Austin slammed the bat down and then like stood there like hold me back bro well the best part was Christian Vasquez not I don't know if he didn't realize what was about to happen or he just wasn't paying attention he's like fucking with his face mask and all of a sudden is like oh uh, uh. yeah I think I think Tyler Austin was like he he wanted to be restrained and he right. wasn't and then he was like I now guess what? I gotta yeah. fucking and then gave Joe, <laughs> Joe Kelly the opportunity to look like a total badass oh, which he isn't throwing and by saying he did like the come on yeah. thing because yeah. he was just standing there like a fucking asshole yeah like what are we doing here are you coming or not anyways next yeah uh, speaking of baseball yeah uh, David Price left a home start in the first inning uh, because of tingling in his throwing hand left hand 
He sat until the Sox went to Anaheim, California, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where he started Mm -hmm. and pitched fine. Uh, do you buy this hand tingling thing, uh, or is he just soft? He's soft. He's a pussy. <laughs> yeah. He saw he was about to get shelled. The meat of the Yankees order was coming up. It was cold. He didn't want to do it. So we bowed out like a baby. Yeah. Welcome to Boston, dude. It's I cold sometimes. Hate what the David fuck? Price. Hey man, a stupid dog, and I love dogs. Uh, you don't mean that. <laughs> if the dogs like him, I do mean it. <laughs> Some dogs are douchebags. We all know it. Uh, mine included. The NFL draft is this week, though. Yeah, yeah. The question for the Patriots is, do they draft a quarterback with a high pick? They have five picks in the top 95. Uh, Well, I'm not going to predict it. I'm just going to tell you what I would do if I was in charge. I would not. I repeat, I would not draft a quarterback. Fuck that, man. You've got the old guy. You got to get better this year, next year. Give me, I want the, I want like the least sexy Patriots draft of all time. I want like O line, D line, linebacker. Give me that shit. I think you have to do all that, but I think you have to take a quarterback too. You need the next heir apparent. Who's it going to be? Not Matt this Hoyer? Year you don't. There'll be quarterbacks next year. No, it takes three years under Brady for a quarterback to get up to speed. Look at Jimmy Garoppolo is who he is now because yeah. of all the years he got to spend under Brady. If he had been drafted just the year before, he wouldn't have been able to step in and play those four games the way he did. But if Brady's going to play three or four more years, like he's, really he's after, been telling us that for a decade now. Yeah, after all the turmoil uh, in he, this offseason, are you going to accept that? I, I think he, I think he is obligated to do. He, he's not obligated to do shit. He has They're to. They're non-guaranteed country. What? <laughs> He, okay. Like, like I just mean, like, so, like, like socially, he has to. He's been he telling doesn't... us for years oh, that he's going to play till forty-five. He please. convinced the owner to trade the next, the, the next Tom yeah. Brady, and like, no, 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 no. He's got to play. No, and he's got to play well. He does not have to. And the Patriots and have to get better you this can't season. Can't rely on that. Defense. They do need to get better Defense. this season. They also need cornerbacks. To... <laughs> <laughs> no, they need to draft a quarterback. All right. Well, we'll see who's right next now week. Now I know where you stand. Tweet. Not a prediction, mind you, just a suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Well, tweet us your thoughts and Who whether the you fuck knows what think I'm do. right. All right. Latest in the uh, should the Patriots sign this a hole series? <laughs> Des Bryant. I don't know if he got cut or like whatever happened. He got cut. Okay. Des yeah, Bryant yeah. got cut by the boys. Uh, you up or down on Des? Down. Yeah. The 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 spoiler alert to the should we sign this a hole is we just never want to do it. So. <laughs> We don't want to sign anybody insurance. <laughs> uh, the Penguins eliminated the Flyers 8-5 in game six in Philly. Mm-hmm. Flyers fans threw a bunch of beer cans and various trash onto the ice. Shocking. The PA announcer even scolded the crowd and the Flyers got a delay of game penalty with 35 seconds left. Should we be surprised? Uh you should not be surprised. <laughs> I don't think there's any reason to feel surprised that Flyers fans threw a bunch of fucking bullshit on the ice because they're, they're like Philly faithful. Yeah, brutal. <laughs> this, I would encourage everybody to go find the video of the the PA announcer being like, "Oh, you did it now." He's literally <laughs> scolding people. He's like, "For all of you that threw that threw crap on the ice, you really done it now." Two minute bench minor for delay of game. Like he's like, yeah, pissed. You already lost. Yeah, yeah. he's pissed because now he has to stay there longer. Yeah. They're like only in Philly, delaying everyone else's life. Way to go, guys! Uh, and every Philly fan that I know was like totally patting themselves on the back after the Super Bowl, like 
parade victory riot whatever you want to call it yeah. not the parade like the, just the immediate after they won and because like i don't know what are they petting themselves in the background because nobody got like murdered yeah exactly uh, so like yeah no you're back where you were in yeah, the beginning you, you knuckle you're back to throwing batteries at santa claus yeah exactly you are who you are okay so one of my favorite stories of the week and yeah. melissa hasn't heard or seen this yet so uh, just to be clear a uh, a michigan high school <laughs> a, a high school golfer from michigan was attacked by a goose on a golf course today. Uh, he basically got fucking ragdolled by this bird, and the photos are hilarious. We'll t- I'll tweet them out. I usually just tell people to go find things on the internet, and in this case, I'm going to actually bring them to the people. You I'm wanna- so excited. <laughs> Check this shit out. There's three photos. Unfortunately, no video. Wait, it's flying at him? Yeah, he just, <laughs> he just got fucking like kamikaze by the fucking goose. Look at the third one where he's upside down. Like how does that happen? I'm gonna drop the computer. I don't understand. Like how do you get your ass kicked that hard? Like, literally, by a goose? literally that goose. Was- Single goose, not a flock. Yeah, no it other, wasn't like- no other geese around. Just one. Oh Christ! Very this guy got bundled. Look at that. Ah! <laughs> uh, uh, so, in light of this event, uh, my question to you is: Have you ever been attacked by a wild animal, and do you have any irrational uh, animal fears? So, I have a fully rational animal fear. Well, I guess you wouldn't think it's irrational, but I might. And it's of birds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's check on yeah, the status check of that on bug. Giant fucking uh, beetle. No, my fear is of birds. All birds. For that exact reason of what's happening there. Birds? It's because not a- this nerd got his ass kicked by a goose. <laughs> no, let me explain. It's because it's not a fair fight. Birds have <laughs> birds have too many weapons. They can bite you. They can fly. They have talents. Flying's not a weapon. It, it's an escape mechanism. <laughs> you tell you tell that guy that <laughs> flying that isn't a weapon. Roy McIlroy. Yeah. Over here. If that goose stayed on the ground, he would have just kicked it. Have you ever been attacked by a goose? No. I mean a bird or birds. No. I've had birds land on me in the like aviary in the zoo and I don't like it. What were you doing in the aviary at the zoo if you're afraid of birds? <laughs> well, so Talk about not a fair fight. <laughs> one time we were at the zoo. This is an embarrassing story. Uh, one time we were at the zoo, we were in the aviary. And what I liked about it was that there was like a wall between you and the birds. Yeah. But it was only a half wall. <laughs> but- and as we said before, listeners who aren't paying attention, birds can fly. Yeah, I, just I didn't put it together. Yeah. And my brother and I were in there, and all of a sudden a bird, you know, came out. Did what they do? And I was like, not having it. Freaked the fuck out. And my brother, in all of his super empathetic way, just looked at me and was like, "The fuck did you think was gonna happen?" (laughs) And I was like, "I didn't. It didn't occur to me that they would just come out. It didn't even occur to me." Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd like to get like flapped on by a bird, but I don't like like if you see like a bird on the street, do you like walk around it? No, I'm no. I mean, I try to play it cool because I, I feel like maybe they'll know your fear. So I try to hide it. Yeah, they smell it. Did you know that birds poop every 15 minutes? No. So keep that in mind. Noted for future <laughs> reference. Uh, that bird right. definitely shit while it was attacking that guy. Uh, yeah, well, he probably shit on him just to establish dominance. What a douche <laughs> that kid is. Fully got oh his ass beat God. by a goose. He's like upside down with that goose. And who was taking the pictures and not helping him? I don't That's know, the best but, part. Man, I wish there was a video. Actually, you know, maybe it's the less is more. Yeah. It's just the stills the still are images fabulous. are just because you just are watching the slow progression of this <laughs> bird just take him down. 
<laughs> it's not like a wildly large goose either. Uh, it's standard a size goose. Size goose. Standard size high school kid. Yeah, you'd think. Uh, you'd think he'd have the edge. I did get. He scared. also has a. Speaking of weapons, he has like I don't know, 12, 14, <laughs> yeah. literally a bag of weapons <laughs> that he can use at any yeah, time. Yeah, he didn't take any of them. On. No, 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 no. I got scared by a chicken the other day too. Oh, uh, that'll happen. I was walking the dog. All right, well, let's get out of here then. All right. On that note. Yeah. Uh, good luck to everybody in game seven. Hope you don't throw a beer can through your TV or anything. Oh, God. We'll see you on the other side for better or worse. Yeah. Good luck with all those birds out there. Yeah. <laughs> if watch you're on out the golf geese, course, stay away from the geese. Uh, use your clubs yeah. would be my advice to you <laughs> if an attack does happen. Uh, and use the buddy system. Yeah. You have options. Uh, anyway, follow us. Yep. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Titletown Sports Podcast. At Titletown Sports. Nope. Also wrong. <laughs> Give it another go. <laughs> Title Town Cast. Yeah, I know go. it. I got it. Okay, you've you only said it a thousand times. <laughs> you can also give us a listen uh, on Spotify or Stitcher or iTunes, of course, anywhere podcasts are found. You can leave a rating. You could also subscribe. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we take random weeks off, so if you want to make sure you get that next episode fresh out the gate, yeah, you should take a week off too. Sometimes smash it's nice the subscribe to- button refresh yeah just don't take a week off from listening to us but take a week off from all that other bullshit in your life yeah you'll know when it's time to take a week off from us when we don't record an episode boom we made the decision for you you're welcome uh and on that note bye i'll see you next week (laughs)